Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Good morning, freelance friends, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you're listening to this. This week, I have been taking advantage of a slightly less packed timetable to tidy up some systems and processes and write a to-do list for some tweaks that I'm making to my freelance services. Because we all know that putting something on a to-do list basically means that it's done, don't we? (laughs) One thing that popped up that I thought would be a really interesting topic to talk about here is the concept of productized services. I first heard of these when I was in a copy hacker's mastermind a few years ago and I've experimented a bit but this year I want to put a bit more effort in. I've previously talked about designing services that fit your zone of genius and your zone of joy and of course that fit your zone of getting paid at a level that will help you build a sustainable business. So where do productized services fit into all of this? What exactly are productized services? How many times am I going to say those words? (laughs) And why might you consider offering these as a freelancer? Some of you might already do this and some of you might have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. So let's get into that. Basically, the clue is in the name. It's a service that's packaged and sold like a product. You know, when you buy a product, whether it's a pair of jeans or an iPhone or a Greg's vegan sausage roll, I don't know. (laughs) The product is exactly the same every time, or it should be anyway. And it's really the same with productized services. It's a fixed format that clients can buy directly through your website. It's designed and delivered the exact same way for each client. So there's nothing bespoke about it. I know a lot of you will have a set process or use templates for delivering a bespoke service, which might be roughly the same each time, but still tailored to each client. And I think that's a really sensible way to manage your one-to-one services. You know, it makes it easier for you to deliver and it helps guarantee a certain result for the client. Productized services take that idea a step or two further. It's still a time for money service, so we're not talking about selling digital products or that kind of thing. It's just an off-the-shelf service that's delivered in the exact same way every time. You don't put together a new plan for each new client the way you do with your usual services. You don't go back and forth figuring out the client's particular needs, negotiating the contract, sending invoices, any of that. They just buy it directly through your website you get paid instantly and then they'd get an automated form or something like that to fill out the info that you need to do the job. So what might some examples of this be? You could try a website audit if that fits with your services where the client buys an audit from your website, you do the audit and then you send it back to them and that's literally it. Another option might be something like designing a simple landing page with a fixed layout. So it would be the same sort of process. The client buys it from your website. You get some information from them through a form and then you send it back to them. Job done. There's no kind of editing or anything like that. Uh, Other options might be things like a one hour coaching call or 
Maybe if you help clients with the technical side of newsletters, maybe you could offer a setup arrangement where you set up the client's newsletter using a platform like MailChimp or ConvertKit. Even VIP days can be sold as a standalone service with fixed boundaries, though what you do on the day will be different each time. So that's maybe a little bit different. I mean, really, you can do anything here. These can be repeatable once and done services that are basically a a scaled down or a boundary heavy version of your main services that you can do without needing much discussion with a client. Another option is to offer an ongoing version of a service. So you might offer some sort of monthly subscription. That could be to something like social media templates or a monthly package of podcast editing time or maybe the client can buy five hours of website maintenance or something like that. Obviously, these are all random examples. It depends on what your actual services are. And why do this? To me, I think the benefits are that it's just really simple. Where your regular services involve proposals and figuring out a price for each project, invoicing in chunks and the delivery time varies each time a productized service is exactly the same every time so it's very easy to plan and deliver you get paid up front and you know exactly how long that's going to take it's scalable because you can create systems and automations to make it run really smoothly you don't need to worry about scope creep it's also profitable you only have to set this up once and then delivering the actual work should be fairly quick so the thinking time just happens once (laughs) This means that you can probably deliver something that's very high value for the client in a relatively short time for you. So it works out as pretty profitable if you're thinking of how much money you're making per hour. For example, I know some SEO specialists who charge several hundred pounds and well upwards of that for an SEO audit, but they can probably complete that audit in an hour. So if they are booking, say, three or four in a day, then that's really not a lot of work for a very nice amount of money, isn't it? And they've given those clients some practical recommendations for ways to improve their website. And they've also opened the door to further conversations about future bespoke projects. It's also really predictable. It's easy to market and sell because it's off the shelf. There's no negotiation. Clients know what they're getting and you know what you're delivering. They tend to be at a lower price point, which also makes the decision to buy a bit easier for clients. And it's also a great experience and great value for clients too. Are there any downsides? I don't really think so. You might be thinking, oh, that sounds nice, but I can't do this because every one of my clients needs something a little bit different. And that is probably true of your main services. But I think this model works really well for smaller add-on or standalone services that don't need so much input. There might be challenges if you try to offer a service that does need a lot of information from clients to get started and you find they're not able to provide that via an intake form and you end up having to speak to them anyway, or if you haven't made it super clear to the client exactly how this works and they're maybe expecting a bit more back and forth or you send them the final product and they they want more edits or something like that. So being really clear about what's included is important too. There might be a downside for you if you sell more than you can keep up with. For example, I offer a website audit on my website and I promise that it will be in the buyer's inbox within seven days. If I had a particularly busy week, then it might be a bit of a nightmare if 10 people bought them on the same day. But that's never happened and I've actually set up a limit on the inventory anyway so I can control how many can be booked at once so that kind of gets around that problem. That would be a very good problem to have though, wouldn't it? (laughs) So this is probably a good point to talk about how I've actually designed and delivered productized services myself. 
As I say, I don't have a huge amount of experience with this, which is why it's on my to-do list for 2022, but I'll share what I have done and that might give you some ideas for things to do or not to do when it comes to designing your own. First of all, a productized service that did not really work well for me was offering VIP days. I called them power days. The idea was that clients just buy a single day of your time to solve a specific problem or tick off a particular task. This isn't the same as when you're paid by the day for your freelancing services like a lot of agencies do. It's a bit more intense than that. It's a single day with a single focus. I know a lot of creative freelancers do this with great success, but for me, I don't know, it was just... It's kind of stressful. (laughs) It was stressful to manage the client's expectations about what could be achieved in a single day. And I felt quite stressed out about what happens if I have an off day and I'm working really slowly and I've only got this one opportunity to give them the best possible work. And really, that's why I focus on pricing by the project rather than time more generally, because you give yourself a little bit more flexibility. When you specifically sell time like that, you're really putting yourself on the hook to deliver something amazing really quickly. And my brain just doesn't work like that. (laughs) I need time to let the ideas percolate. Sometimes I do still offer a power day as an extra for existing clients when we've already got a good working relationships, but I don't really want surprise bookings. (laughs) One productized service that has worked quite well for me is website audits, which I mentioned. I call this a copy health check, which fits with my branding as a healthcare copywriter. Basically, clients buy the service through my website and once they've paid, they get a link to a form to fill out, which tells me which three pages I need to audit and a few other pieces of background information that I need in order to do that. And I use Typeform for that form. Then I use uh, Zapier. Is it Zapier or Zapier? I think it's Zapier because it's a zap, isn't it? I use Zapier to start a countdown in my calendar. So I make sure I complete that within the seven days promised. And I've got a template that I use with a checklist of things that I'll be looking for in the audit, which I then turn into a report that I send to the client. The client then has the option of a call at the end to discuss the recommendations. And obviously on that call, we discuss what possible next steps might be, which, you know, could be ways for them to implement the recommendations by themselves or a potential project that we'll then do together. I've played around with different ways to deliver this. I used to offer a video walkthrough as well as the report. So I would use Loom to record myself. And I find this quite stressful because I'm not really a natural on camera. And I find it took much longer than completing a written report, which I was doing anyway. And I find that clients didn't really need both. So if you're doing something like this, you might consider, well, first of all, what are you good at? What do you like doing? And secondly, what do your clients actually need? You know, maybe if you're doing something like this, your clients would prefer a quick video walkthrough, in which case you wouldn't need to do the report. So the key, as always, is to experiment, listen to the feedback and adapt your offer. I also think it's really important to be clear on the purpose of your productized service before you design it. My goal is to use the website audit as an entry point to larger scale bespoke website copywriting projects. So I want to start building that relationship. It's a great way to lower the barrier to entry if I'm doing uh, an intro call or a discovery call with a prospective client who isn't really sure what they need or they want to do a test project before committing to a full project at a higher price point. 
So if I was offering the website audit as a standalone service, I might deliver it slightly differently and not offer that final call because the goal would just be volume, just getting as many audits done as possible to help as many clients in as little time as possible and not worrying about whether those audits later converted into bigger projects. So it's really important to be clear on your purpose. Is this a stepping stone to a bigger project that you might think of almost like a lead magnet or a taster project? Is it to offer something to clients who don't have the budget for full-scale projects that you still want to be able to help in some way? Is it purely a little cash flow boost that you can complete in a couple of spare hours each week? Once you're clear on the purpose, that will help you figure out an appropriate price. If your goal is the stepping stone approach, for example, then the price of your productized service needs to align with the price that you'll charge for the bigger project that might come later. So, for example just using my example, but these are not the real numbers, okay? (laughs) If you charge, let's say, £100 for a website review and then the client decides they want to hire you to implement the recommendations and you say, great, that will be (laughs) £10,000. That's going to be really jarring for the client. It needs to be on the same scale because the kind of client that's happy to pay £100 for a review isn't necessarily going to be in the market for a bigger project that's in the tens of thousands. So it's got to feel you know, on a scale proportional to the bigger project. But if you're looking to help clients with a lower budget or it's just a quick cash injection and you don't mind if you never hear from them again, you might go for a lower price point that's going to be a really easy sell. And of course, you want to make sure that the amount of effort that you have to put into delivering it is proportionate as well. Interestingly, I found that when I increased the price, and stripped back the service to something much simpler, I actually sold way more. So go figure. (laughs) Again, you can experiment with all of that. One thing that I've not really been very good at at all is actually telling people that I offer this service. I've tended to offer it to prospective clients on intro calls as a nice way to say, hey, if you're not sure about working together or you don't quite know what you need yet, here's this quick and easy lower cost service that we can do straight away. And it's a good way for us both to kind of test the water working together. But I will be trying to make a bit more of an effort this year to actually market it properly because I think it does really work well as a nice little extra offer in between bigger projects. So if you are sold on the idea but you're not quite sure what services you can offer as a productized service, here are a few questions that might help. So maybe you'll think about what services do you do over and over that could be a self-contained project and delivered in the exact same way every time? What do your clients often need before getting started on a full-scale project? So this was one thing that led me to come up with the website audit because I kind of have to do that work anyway when I start to work with someone on website copywriting. How can you differentiate yourself from your competitors by delivering a common service in a different way by removing much of that pre-project, contracty, get on a call, pay a deposit type stuff? What could you offer to clients who don't have the budget for a full-scale project so you can still help them get results without them needing to invest in your full services? What do you enjoy doing that you'd be happy doing every week? So yeah, that's pretty much productized services in a nutshell. It can be a really fun, low-hassle, structured way to offer something really high value to clients and that's also profitable for you, which we love, don't we? (laughs) So I hope that's been useful. Oh, I'm excited to now let you know that I have a coffee page, that's K-O-F-I. So if you find this helpful, if you've been able to get some ideas that help you make a little bit more income and you'd like to show your appreciation, I would be eternally grateful. So you can go to 
coffee that's ko-fi.com forward slash 15 minute freelancer and I will love you forever thank you (laughs) otherwise I would love to hear about your experiences of delivering productized services what's worked what hasn't worked do as always drop me a message on twitter or linkedin all right until next time happy freelancing you've been listening to 15 minute freelancer with me louise shanahan freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks and until next time, happy freelancing!